All right, let's just get into this. Here we go. I'll have to now I'll have to pick something funny out of the show. You can add the music later. We don't need to hear the music now. Let's just do it. You sure? How do you? Because Jessica's the one that always comes in and says. All right. Well, how do you want to do it, Jess? Um, what do you mean? Like, do I want to hear the music? Yes. I don't care. Hello, everyone. Hello, Melissa. Hello, John. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Back in the USA. I thought you were going to say back in the USSR. You don't I thought know you were going to sing it. You are, boy. Now, actually, just back in the USA. I was uh, four days in Canada. Do you guys think that we should video? Like, should I screen flow our podcast and no. put it on YouTube? No. Mm, no. Let's go. No. Let's, you, don't want, you don't want me eh. to do that? It's funny that you say that because our mutual friend Dave Jackson has a podcast out episode about where they talk how video, no one listens to it for long, but podcasting, they listen a long time. A lot of these people are dumping money into Facebook Live and YouTube and all that, and people are listening for like less than 60 seconds or watching for less Uh-oh. than 60 seconds. But podcasting, they're listening to almost the oh, whole thing, like 90%. Uh oh, we just lost. We just lost Jessica. And Jessica has left the building. There she goes. She'll be back. She always comes back. She always comes back. So, John, here she is. Bring it on back. Did we? So wait. Did we rule out the? I mean, dear listener, if you would like to see our, if you would like to see our faces, dear listener, let us know. Otherwise, we're just going to stick to this format and think that you're content because not only have we been getting feedback from you which thrills us well thrills me i'll speak for myself thrills me to no end yeah it's all been good so my only thought is just that youtube is a much larger search engine than anything we're using but it doesn't mean we have to do it and we could also just put the audio with a like an image and just put that out there i don't care I'm no just... one really lis- listens to that either i mean we could think about Nobody it we could I try know. it but here's the thing dear listener we do this monday somewhere around 12 o'clock. And then, you know, for me, it's no problem. I put on a hat. But the ladies, they got to put makeup on. They got to do their hair. They got to get their hair done. No, we're not going to be doing that. I only have lipstick on today because I had a meeting before this and it looked like I had no lips. I don't do anything of the sort. I didn't shower for you today. I mean, I've had a a tough... It wasn't for you. I've had a tough five (laughs) days. I've, I've had a shitty, shitty five days. So this is what you get. All right. So maybe next week we'll try. We can always try it. We can put it on a page and try it. No, I think Melissa's idea is good. If you guys could just tell us, even just tweet us at listen brilliant and tell us like, yes, I think you should do video or no, what you're doing is fine. Shut up. Or no, nobody wants to see that ugly face. Yeah. Fine. 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 That's why we have faces made for radio. It's fine. It's fine. I definitely have a face for radio. Oh, so do I. Okay. So what if they don't have Twitter? What could they do then? Where can they go to Instagram? Where would we be on instagram no just brilliant observations at gmail also would be all right but we, we do have an that, instagram right so we the, do have an instagram but it's not really a good place to give us a message okay how about facebook facebook would be a good place to leave a message right i think email is better if you don't mind facebook's a wonderful right. place okay so what is brilliant uh, observations <laughs> at yes. gmail no no listen okay. brilliant it's listen brilliant on uh, facebook okay. <clears throat> Yeah. I love the way we don't even know how to get get a hold of it. I know. Look, if you cared enough, if they cared enough, they would find out how to fucking find us. And if they don't, they don't. Okay. All right. So anyhow, there's a bunch of ways you could let us know whether we should do video or not. Right? Right. Perfect. Okay. So hold on. Missy, you've had a rough five days. What's going on with you? 
So, you know, I have a dog that has Addison's and he's on steroids probably for the rest of his life. He's a 10-year-old dog. We know what we've got here. And he's, he's on this steroid and he's fine. And then all of a sudden, the older dog, the 10, 12-year-old dog, is coughing, having trouble breathing, and staring at me with the, this is it, mom. This is it. So I scoop him up, which is not easy in a 70-pound dog who is now limp. And I... <laughs> comically get him into my car and take him to the vet. And the vet says he has severe hemorrhag- hemorrhagic hem- mm-hmm, bleeding uh, pneumonia. So she does scans of him, finds out, inadvertently finds out that he has uh, some of his vertebrae or some of his discs are fused together, which is why his arthritis is so bad and he's in so much pain every day, but she can't even see his lungs because he has such bad pneumonia. The clincher for me was sitting in the vet's office, whispering, sitting on the floor, whispering sweet nothings into his ear. And then she gets him up on the scale. He coughs and out comes a chunk of blood and lung butter, whatever. It was vile. Lung butter. It was red lung blood butter. Yes. I call them lung loogies, but go ahead. Yes, that's what it was. So she scooped him up, took him in the back and had this look on her face. And it went from... Your dog has kennel cough, even though he hasn't been in a kennel, to holy fuck. So so she, so we're treating him, and, and we have him in ISO. He's isolated in our basement. So oh my being God, in, that's horrible. I, well, that's where the spiders are. <laughs> so, so, and we've been treated for the spiders, but come on now. Oh, right. Spiders. So he's downstairs. The other two want to get through the glass door to get to him. He's barking down there, and then he's a little more lethargic. He's on 27 meds and antibiotic and anti-attitude and anti-everything. And he's like really depressed. He's a hot mess. Stuart said, because he's a doctor for people, he said, you know what? If it's bacterial, he's had it in his system, these these drugs for five days. You know, he, he's not contagious anymore. He's not coughing as much, if at all. And we can put him back in the gen pop. So initially I called the vet and the vet said two weeks he needs to be separated, which means we're not making him sleep there. We're in the guest room. Mallory and I have been taking turns sleeping with him in the guest room where he just flops on the floor. He won't even jump into bed. He's a mess. He's just a mess. So I write the vet yesterday, five days later, saying, dude, I can't. I can't keep letting one dog out the basement door and the other two. It's been raining. It's It's been such a fucking mess. And when you go upstairs, he starts crying and barking downstairs. I can hear him right now, two floors below me in the basement barking to – and he doesn't want to leave. He just wants company. So I've almost cleaned out the DVR sitting down there with him, writing stuff on the board for this and watching TV and – I'm not that lazy. I can't sit still that long. I feel like Stuart all of a sudden where I need activity. But I wrote her. I said, please. He's he's depressed. He went outside for 11 minutes and stood still this morning and didn't pee. First thing in the morning, what do you want to do? Pee. Nothing. He just stood there like a drone. Yes, but no matter what my mood, I still need to pee. What's he didn't. He just stood there for 11 minutes and I was timing him. And after 11, 11 minutes, minutes, I snapped. and I'm like, that's fucking it. Like, I, had it. I can't take it. And I'm sleep deprived because I. But were you doing the whole like, come on. Yeah, I started do doing it. that. Yes. It's like, fine. Schmuck. Just go to the no, bathroom. No, but you know, every person who has a dog has the dog has their own vocabulary, right? You know, when you had a do like, go poopies or whatever your sound is, when somebody comes to pet sit your dog, you give them like a couple of words that your dog knows. So they're not like, go tinkle tunes. I have a friend, a former neighbor 
who used Tinkle to say, tunes. that's it's what she hilarious. used to say, go tinky winky or whatever her key word was for her two little Chinese crested hairless delicious little nuggets. I would go over and she says, tell them go tinky twos. I'm like, why would I do that? <laughs> but it worked and they went and they did it. So I used his whole vocabulary. I Nothing, 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 nothing. So that's when I wrote this frustrated letter. And while I'm waiting to hear back from her, I Google severe hemorrhagic pneumonia. And I want to know, really, two weeks, really? Really, are you just being reactionary? And I'm reading it. And every single case is fatal. All right. I, I know that we've been... Uh, Heartless? Okay. Cruel. Shit, I was gonna shitty. say I was gonna say coined as animal not haters. lovers. Haters. <laughs> All right. I understand that. Okay, but let's have a serious talk here. I'm not euthanizing him. If he's not in well, so wait, so I got So how this, about people we hate? <laughs> that won't kill their dogs ever. So I wrote this letter and she just wrote back you can reintroduce him into the gen pop and I almost started to cry. So All right. So okay. Let me ask you this question seriously. Right now, who are you keeping this dog alive for? Him or well, you? Well, if if he reacts to antibiotics, if he reacts is he? to Yeah, I mean he's not coughing anymore and his anti cough okay. thing. If he's in pain, John, believe you me, I'm ready for him to go. If he's in pain as much as I do love him and I cuddle with him and if he's suffering, he's a goner. I will bring him immediately. If I think he's suffering. Because when you tell me that the doll, that you Google everything and it says everything is fatal. Yeah, this ha- this severe hemorrhagic Yeah, so then is... I'm wondering, you know, now the, to me, the, the dog is just suffering. And yeah. who is that well, for? I think he's suffering because he's in the basement. If he's no longer... Okay. I want to see how he is up here. If I bring him up into the gen pop and he seems better... Fine, but if he's still suffering, yeah, I'll... Well, what if he uh, gives it to the other two and you take out all three? But don't you think being on these meds... I'm a podcaster, not a doctor. Uh, So, again, I don't know, but I'm saying is you're taking a big chance. If First she said two weeks, and now all of a sudden she's like, oh, yeah, it's okay. You know, (laughs) and then all of a sudden she comes up and the other two get it, and this is fatal. You can wipe out all three of them. And then it'll be time for a puppy. No, it is never, ever a time for a puppy. That's... That's okay. crazy people get puppies. I mean, listen, I know how much of an animal lover you are, and I feel my heart breaks for you. I can understand. And, and the same thing with your family and everything that you do for these dogs. They wouldn't That 12-year-old dog would have been 10 because I would have got rid of him two years ago. Okay? I mean, I would have never put up with that nonsense. As soon as I get a vet bill with a comma. That was funny. That 12-year-old dog will be 10. Right. Yes, he never would have made it to He would 12. have never made it to 12 years old. So, okay. And again, <laughs> I understand how you feel about this, but I mean, there's certain uh, a certain time when the, when an animal is suffering. I know. That I, it's be- I agree. Totally. Okay. All right. So that's so, okay. So then. And I said to her right in the vet's office, look, you know, this is taking a turn when he coughed up blood. It wasn't just a, oh, yes. it was a wet cough. It was terrible. And I said, I am, I'm not trying to keep him here for me, and I'm also not trying to kill him because he's wildly inconvenient. So you need to tell me, you know, Melissa, here's what, here are your choices. You need to give me choices. Better than the choices Stuart gives me for dinner, um, you need to tell me. He's suffering. It's time. Okay. And I'm the first to say. All right. Okay. Let, so, let me swab down his arm so you can inject him. That's what I, I love. They do. They swab the arm down and put the needle in when they're going to kill. I don't understand that. Why do you? They do. The I, I don't know. know. It's so crazy. It's, it's 
It's the funniest thing. I don't know why they do it. They afraid the dogs don't get an infection after the uh, treatment. It's crazy. Right. Okay. I routine, you. I guess. It's a routine. Well, I I am truly sorry that uh, Wilby is in a state like this. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, it does. Mallory slept with him last night, so she's gonna. She said she slept just fine last night. So if I could leave her in that room with her little noise machine, because I'm now thinking she's in there, and I didn't sleep last night, thinking he couldn't even jump on the bed. It's a king size bed. He, every dog just wants to share a bed. He slept on the floor. Right. So oh. if his if his mood doesn't improve, not being ostracized, and if he's in pain, and now he's on a six, probably like a seven or eight dollar a day. For the rest of his life, pill. What? This this six dollars for this pill, and you know he already takes trazodone, and he already takes um, Prozac, and he's on oh, everything. God. But there's a pain pill that he's on that makes him act better. So, as long as this works, uh, my ex-wife is a, and my children are all animal lovers like you. And I remember we had a we she had a Bichon, and the Bichon was my wife's dog, and. Unfortunately, something we had to have the dog put down, and she was devastated for three days. She was in bed and she was crying and this and that. And I said, "I'm just going to get another dog." And she said, "I don't want another dog." So I called the place where we got the first dog, and I said, "You got another one?" And they said, "Yep." And I brought that little puppy in, and I put it on her bed. And within a week, it was what's her name? Who? What dog died? What's the name? It was oh, just all no. about about the new dog. You know what I mean? So that's unfortunate. You know, again, we outlive our animals. It's unfortunate. And you know that when you get them, that exactly. you're going to So you almost you... have to, yes. But and it's now... still so fucking painful. It's still yeah. the worst feeling. My daughter's 20 years old. She's got a cat that's 10. He's starting to have signs of, you know, it might be time for the big ride. So, you know, and now these kids. Big ride in the sky. Yeah, the big ride. <laughs> you know, so the last ride, whatever. So, you know, and then you, they have to. You know, you have to kind of tell them and kind of prepare them for this. And they don't want to hear it. I understand. And I know she's going to be devastated because this, you know, she was, you know, this was her. We, he was a little kitten when we brought him. He fit in the palm of your hand when you got when we got him. Mm. And he's a great cat. But, you know, there comes a time when this all happens. And it, when it happens the first time, it gets worse. But, again, I don't know. But I do. I feel bad for you. And anybody has to go through this stuff. I told the vet, I said, please, no more dogs. Do not let me. Do not let me come into your office with another animal. What? It is so painful. I have two more dogs. You know I, that, yeah, right? Yeah, I understand it. But the vet's like, what are you kidding me, lady? That's the reason I butter, bitch. see that car out there, <laughs> you make its monthly payment. Yeah, I do. I totally make her monthly payments. Yes. And and I don't even get to drive the car. Right. So it's so unfair. Right. The, the first thing that happens, you're going to get, uh, if anything happens, God forbid there will be, first thing you do is you get a sympathy card and a place to get another I do. dog. I do get sympathy sure, cards. Sure, they all do. Them. They send a sympathy card. We're sorry about you. I'm like, yeah, okay. Right in the trash. I got a card from my kid's orthodontist last time. Because I, my kids go in the back, they get their braces tightened or whatever happens, and I stand in the front and I talk to the girls who work behind the counter. And we had a great discussion about that time. It was about girls' vacation or family vacation. Can you can you vacation with all of your friends? Are you so different? Are you? Do you like to do the same things? Some of you want to sit by whatever. So I have a great time with them. The kids come out. They're sore. You know, I get them their Chick-fil-A milkshake and we go home and in the mail. And when you're there, if you are good, they give you like these little nickels, these coins, and then you save them up and they give you gift cards with all those coins for the kids. 
So in the mail comes a card from my kid's orthodontist from the girls at the front desk with coins in it for me saying that mom was on point and mom gets these coins. And I thought, somebody who appreciates me. That's the feedback that I'm just so desperate for in my life. And then I thought, how sad that that like made my month. I was so happy that they were just, that they enjoyed our like conversation as much as I did. And it was just, it was, yeah. So I will get to answer you, I will get a a condolence card signed by everybody who works there because they've all seen Willby. They all love him. He's a fuzzy doodle of sort, and he's he's a mush. He's without other dogs there. He's just a complete love. So, and they will not send me a breeder. And she said, I, when my kid said, "I want a kitten," she t- looked at me and said, "I will not let you get a cat." I'm like, "Thank you. That's very kind yeah. of you." Because that all that would be was a chew toy for the dogs. Well, yes, I have one dog who has an incredibly high prey drive, and she would not know what she was doing, but she would definitely kill the cat. Kill, and, kill and eat to Mallory's new best friend, and that would be terrible. That would just be terrible. Your friend was delicious, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> and once That's you get a gross. taste for it, you need more. So she's going to start hunting in the neighborhood. I don't need any of that. Good Lord. None of it. So that's been my last five days. And and getting this email just before going um, on air with you guys was – the other two have a general wellness visit tomorrow. So I will not introduce them till tomorrow when I talk to her. I'll wait one more day. Do they have pneumonia shots for, for dogs? I know they have them for people. They don't. Oh, okay. I mean, they have all of their vaccinations, but they don't. And they're going tomorrow for even more vaccinations, which means they're going to be immunocompromised in the first place with Mm. everything they're getting injected with. Maybe I'll wait another day. But it's not the two weeks. I thought, no way. I'm totally Googling it. Two weeks, you're crazy. Fatal. What? What? (laughs) So I'm like, two weeks doesn't seem so bad all of a sudden. I'm like, no, I could do two weeks. The vet says you think, keep the dog away from the other dogs for two weeks. It'll be dead by then. And then you can just introduce (laughs) it to the rest of the dogs. That I've been spraying Lysol everywhere. She said you have to change your clothes. <gasps> so on the staircase going downstairs, I have like sweatpants and a sweatshirt that I wear every day down there with him. And when I come up, I change on the stairs, bra and underwear for anyone to walk by and see. Ethan, of course, had friends over the other day what? <laughs> going downstairs. And I said, stay away from the basement. Do you hear me? You stay away from the basement. And I'm totally paranoid changing my clothes. And You should have and- uh, Stu bring you home some scrubs. Well, I still have to change in and out of them. I I have a whole closet of scrubs, um, but I still have to stand there on a glass doored staircase and think, "All right." So, Jess, I don't know if you sleep in a bra, but when I first thing in the morning go down there, I go downstairs, I change my clothes. I'm pretty much naked on the stairs, going to take care of this sick dog, and on my way back up, thinking. Oh, my God, please don't let anybody walk by this door. And I just don't care anymore. I just want him to be better. Okay. You poor thing. I know you're heartbroken. I want you to get healthy so you could go out strong in another way. I I don't know what to wish for. I want her to be comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, that sucks. I just had a horrific joke that would have caused all kinds of hate mail if I said it, and I just keep it to myself right there. So, Jessica, you've been seen to have a problem with the, the, the in-law again, really? Problem is a strong, strong word. Um, I didn't have a problem well, what with would you her. Call it? I mean, there was a lot of texting and a lot of all caps. Because I just can't <laughs> believe her. That's why. I just – oh, so what I texted you – oh, yeah. 
I mean, which time? Yesterday or like right after we recorded? Because last week, what after we recorded, I think was when it was announced that I am the new head of marketing for podcast websites. Oh, oh that's yes, right. I love this. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Did she ever email you before? Have you ever gotten an email from her? Obviously not. Many because- times. Many times I've gotten e- She's one of those that forwards every fucking joke she thinks uh, is funny. They still so do From that? an AOL account. Hey. That's what Facebook is for now. Hey, fuck you. She does it there too, dude. She does it there too. Yeah. So so for those of you who are listening that may not be familiar with me or don't know this backstory, for the last two years, I have had a podcast advertising agency and it was called JK Media Agency. It does not exist anymore because I sold it last fall. I sold it a while ago so that I could focus more on smaller shows, which is why I'm happy to be with PW because they work with more independent podcasters. Podcast websites. No one knows what PW means. Podcast websites. So the other day when it was announced, she sent me, I think, a text. No, she called me. And and of course, she calls me, Jess, it's mom. And I'm like, I always know it's you, mom, because of call. What's it called? ID. ID. Caller ID. Thank you. Like, I always know it's you. Oh, right. Well, I just wanted to say, she said, I just wanted to say congratulations. First of all, she goes, are you working? I'm like, it's 410. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know if you got off early. And I'm like, I make my own hours and I work till five. Then I go get Isaac. Like, she knows this already. She's just. Anyway. I just wanted to tell you how lucky you are to have a job that you love and I'm so excited for you and congratulations. And I was like, thank you. That's really nice. And then she goes, um, I just sent you something. I wanted you to look at a recipe for Thanksgiving. It's not even Halloween. Um, <laughs> does your legacy email still work? And I was like, legacy? I don't know what that is. And I'm thinking, does she mean the email I had before Gmail? Because that would be a legacy because <laughs> that was a long <laughs> fucking time ago. Do you mean my uh, AOL address? Yeah. I mean, like I haven't used that in probably 20 years. So I was you like, mean um, prodigy? So I'm sitting there and I'm th- she goes, legacy. I don't know. The legacy. The legacy email. I'm like, do you mean my agency email? She was like, oh, well, I don't have my glasses on. I'm like, you don't have your glasses on right now, but you're. I was like, no, mom, that one doesn't work anymore. Just I said, just email me a Gmail. Then I promptly text John and Melissa and I'm like. Did my mother-in-law just congratulate me about a job and then ask why my old email doesn't work? <laughs> what the hell? Why would my agency email work if I switch jobs? But I'm waiting to hear how it comes full circle around to affecting her because that's that's where this is going. That's why there's no connection because it yeah. had, because I, it didn't I, affect her. But keep going because I just sent you something for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Are you hosting Thanksgiving now? I won't tell her. <laughs> now, now you're just being. Why a won't dick. you tell her? <laughs> because I don't. I mean, I haven't decided. First oh. of all, because it's first of all, because my kid's birthday party is October 28th, and I mean, I have seven weeks to deal with this. So, like, I wish she would just back the fuck up. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. So I just don't know yet. I know I don't really want to have it with them, <laughs> but like, I don't really. Thanksgiving is always a really weird time in Scott's family because both their grandparents died right around this time. And then when they were young, they always had Thanksgiving with their father 
because I think his father died around Thanksgiving. So like they made a big deal about cooking it together and trying different recipes together. And now that the dad, Scott and Laura's dad, my father-in-law is gone, they're usually like moody on Thanksgiving and depressed and don't care what we do and come over late and don't help and whatever. And then steal all of your wet stuffing and <sighs> all of the get into that. good I so, food. I was so angry about that. And take so, home leftovers. Pillaged. She pillaged. She pillaged my stuffing. <laughs> she bought... She she bogarted my stuffing. That's fucked up. <laughs> I was offended then. I'm still offended it's now. It's offensive. It's true. I tell bad. this story. That's how you know it's bad is when your friends tell the story. She's already sent me four of the recipes this week and come over and asked me what we're doing for Thanksgiving. Uh, she wants you to cook. She does want me to cook. And I've taken to, like, if I do something, I will go buy most of it at Wegmans. It just seems pointless to do yeah. it for so, just us. So if you host, does that mean you host not only your mother-in-law, but your sister-in-law and her kid? Yes. And Ugh. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> John. I was waiting for John to react to the whole... <laughs> if I host, it's my mother-in-law and my stepfather-in-law and my sister-in-law and her daughter. And perhaps if Laura wants to bring someone else, she can bring someone else. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, it's just for the same people that I feed all the fucking time. So it doesn't make it special. Now, Scott, other suggestion was, why don't we go out? Well, that means we may end up having to pay for everyone. Right. Or the best year we ever had was when we were on a cruise that week, but that was with their father also. But nobody had to cook, and we had a nice meal, and it was really nice. You know, I have a theory that just kind of popped into my head that actually might work, and I'll ask you. Do you think that mother-in-laws are like the revenge that husbands get because sometimes their wives drive them crazy? So in other words, it's like, you know, women drive the men crazy, but the mother-in-law... Here, deal with my mom. Yeah. Drives the women crazy? Yeah, it's almost like a, yes. It's a passive-aggressive way of men getting back at their wives. They just sick their mother on them. So the first time Scott and I had an argument after my mother died, I brought this up. Because <laughs> I, I think we were arguing about his mother. Of course. And he probably gave me like a, you know, what do you want me to do? She's your mother-in-law. And I'm like, well, aren't you lucky you don't have one oh. now? Like, I, I mean, of course, I mean, it was probably like a week after she, it was very soon after she died. And he and said, he was like, are you reading my mind? No, he said, I actually really loved my mother-in-law and I'm not happy she died. She never, she never gave Scott a hard time about anything. She adored him. There you she go. She worshipped him. And I know that, listen, I, Meryl does not give me a hard time. She's just Meryl. She adores you too. She just wants she to know does. what the plan is for Thanksgiving, and there's nothing the wrong with starting early. The sun rises and sets with me. It's just that she's nudgy. Do you know what you need, Jessica? You need that Earplugs. button. You need that button that's on Marco Polo that says two times, where you could speed oh, her up God, to twice the, the speed. That's what you need. My father and I have had this. Once she was at the beach with my dad, like this past time. My father and I have talked about this at length as far as how to deal with a person like this. There's really nothing that I can do because if I get angry or annoyed with her, it's simply cruelty because she's not doing anything right, harmful her, or mean. Her intent is everything's coming from love, but love could be fucking annoying. So my dad was just like, all you have to do is be patient and go to your happy place. When she starts talking. You want to go to your happy place, and you know who else Fucking wants to go? To hell, you, you guys, know? right now? Are you bored with this yet? No, oh, but you know God. who just came back yet. from his happy place? <laughs> yeah, John who? just came. John just came back from his happy place. I know. Oh, are you trying to change the subject now? Good no, idea. But Good idea. And while he was in his happy place, he discovered a potato chip that we don't 
typically carry. We do have it here, though. Hers, yeah. I think. Somebody makes them. It's not hers. No, <sighs> hers has it. Hers, it is hers. hers. Makes, hers makes rare. the craziest flavors. Yes. They do, but rare. It's rare that you can find it. It's seasonal like the Malamar. But first, let's, talk, let's hit on the flavor that you loved. What was it? Ketchup potato chips. I've never had one of them before. They're addicting. So, okay, so I go up there. Sam goes somewhere. She says, I'm going to get some snacks. I said, okay. I was putting gas in the car because in Canada, you got to pump your own. Oh, you got to do it in Pennsylvania and Delaware, too. Sorry. I, I live in New Jersey. They pump it for me. Anyhow, she comes in and she says, I want you to close your eyes and open your mouth. And I hate this. I hate that too. I hate, I hate it when somebody that is says like that the to me. Wor- anybody, that is the worst game. Especially, I don't know about you, but I'm a texture eater. I've never had a good surprise with that game ever. Especially when you're not in the kitchen and you're in the bedroom. Oh, good point. Okay, well, we were in the car, so I didn't have to worry about oh. any of that. Or the car. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. So, but anyhow, so I close my I close my eyes out my mouth and she puts in, I now I know it's a potato chip, right? So I'm like, okay. And I was like, what is and I was like it was like a heaven in a bite. All right, it, I need to try it. It was amazing and it was I said I think she goes, "What well, you know what that is?" I go, "It's got to be a ketchup potato chip." I ate a whole bag by myself. And when I mean a bag, Damn. I'm not like a little tiny bag. I'm like a big bag. I could do that. Uh, it was yeah, just like it was, they were so addicting. So then she got now these were Canadian this was made by a Canadian company and I can't remember the name of it like Old Dutch or something like that or something Dutch. And then I had the hers. The hers were okay. But they weren't as good as the first bag that I had. And so that was amazing. Here's the other thing about Canada. I go across the border and I realize that all I'm doing the whole time is calculating math skills. Okay. Kilometers are a mile, you know, one and a half kilometers to a mile. A Canadian dollar is like 77 cents. What are the, the U.S. dollar is worth more. So, and here's the other thing. They take U.S. dollars and give you Canadian change. Like, they're, everything that they have up there is programmed that's with That's nice, their, isn't it? Yeah, they have everything in there is programmed. Up. That's it. They're the ones. Old Dutch ketchup potato chips. How much is that a bag? 16 bucks worth every I'm penny. I'm not telling you. I took you down a rabbit hole with that fucking cheesecake, or Jessica did. I'm <laughs> so, not. Anyhow. On, ooh, what do you mean? EBay. Don't mother him. He can eat what he wants. <sighs> no, I don't want. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, those things are yeah. too addictive. No, they're too addictive. Are they even that good? Oh, they're what? Those ketchup potato chips? Are they even that good? Yes. Yeah, they were unbelievable. Oh, look, they come in small bags too. Yeah, I, I don't even. I wouldn't even bother with the small bags. You don't have bags. to eat. You don't have to eat the extra large bag. Yes, I do. Yes, he does. He so says. yeah. So then yes, you got to figure. So then the gas thing is they're in liters, but we have gallons. And it's the price. It's crazy. All you're doing there the whole time is doing math. You're doing con- calculations in your head. But it was a nice town. I did like it. It was like Philadelphia in a way. But it was crazy because it was very diverse up there, which I didn't think I wasn't ready for. You mean for. like you saw people of color in yes. Canada? Well, more Asian and Muslim, not very many black people. Okay. And not very many white people. Which was really shocking. Wait, well, then what color were they? Mostly Asian. They were mostly brown. Okay. They were mostly... Yeah, a, a ton white. of Asian people up there. It was crazy. Even so, where all the signs... Okay, so that's the other thing. Up there, your mother would love it, Melissa. Because it's in Franck? It's in Franck. And uh, right. all, all I know is like uh, exit is sauté or sortie, right? That's exit. Buildy. That's the name, sortie. Exit. But I was just thinking, like, as I was doing, as I was driving, and I would see the 
the English and then the French, I would always try to do the. <laughs> do you know who talks like this, Sam? <laughs> do you know what crackhead talks like this? Elk. <laughs> Elk. Yeah, it's really funny. Yes. Yeah, Montreal is a bigger offender of all things French, but yes, that's that's uh, that's great. I thought that was stop. What the stop sign or uh, exit? I don't know. It all said right. sortie. Exit sortie. I don't know. Hey, um, can we get into some listener feedback? We, if we is, must. If we must. Yeah, we got a couple of those. I w- which means it. so you know, listener feedback means that Melissa is wildly excited. Yes. So. <laughs> His her ego has been sufficiently stroked. Yes. We'll talk about uh, who was talking about Paul Simon. Kelly Brown sent us a Facebook question saying um, that she had seen because he was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. And she wanted to know my opinion before she even commented. But she got my opinion and still hasn't commented. So I'm still curious. Um, She asked about what I thought of the performance. And I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you seen his performance? So, you know, Paul Simon is one to artistically dogleg you know he'll find and bring back performers from africa he will go and hear he'll hear a sound that he wants to build a song around he'll hear everybody loves the sound of the train in the distance like he'll just pick up something and make it a song he'll tap on his guitar he'll like the sound of that so he he had an experience with this with this orchestra that just really moved him so he picked for his last and i assume final album um this orchestral arrangement of his 10 I want to say least popular songs but like very b-side songs and rearrange them and 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 drag them back out and it was beautiful the way he did it and I really loved it and he I saw him twice on that last concert tour and I, I've already seen it so him performing on I hear my dog barking downstairs I'm so sorry I feel so bad I can him performing it. on Saturday Night Live was not a surprise. It wasn't new to me, but I thought it was beautiful. And I usually fast forward through the musical guests, especially Kanye West um, and his bottle of water, and then listened the whole way through. Uh, so I dug it, and I know several people might not have, but he also, what was the second song he did? Um, I want to say he took it back. It was Simon and Garfunkel's song that Art Garfunkel sang on the regular with his higher voice and he took it back and sang it and he did it beautifully. He just, he's music to me. He really is what it's all about. So Kelly, I loved it. And I am so curious to hear what you thought and if you appreciated him or you thought he has lost his fucking mind. Um, he took a dog leg the wrong direction into a ditch. I, I dug it. It's my third experience with it. All right. And then we had someone go to the Facebook page and send us a video. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so here's Thank the God audio from the video. Longtime listener, first time caller. I just want to say that I was inspired by advice that you gave out in one of your earliest episodes. Maybe it was like episode five or six, where it was John who actually said, uh, people need to get really riled up about something before they decide to post. And lo and behold, <laughs> you have really riled me up. So here it comes. Malamars are spectacular. And I don't appreciate John Buchanan and Jessica Kupferman running them down because they are the world's best cookie. Enough said. I am not alone. Uh, there are other people in the world who appreciate you my seasonal are not cookie. Alone. Oh. So, thank you. 
And that was Amy. That was Amy. Thank you, Amy. So thank you for sending that in. And uh, okay, so you like a Malamar. All right. I've been put in my place. <laughs> There's still nothing special. Where do we get the where do we get the Halloween candy? I'm sure I'll be getting another video about that. We will we will all be getting a, a verbal bitch slap when we when we touch on that. Are you ready to do that? Let's do that now. Okay, let's do that now. So we put out a request uh, to find out what you thought about being your favorite and least favorite Halloween candy. Halloweeny. Not nearly as debatable as comments you hear in the bedroom as well as the kitchen, but you no, all actually, definitely... I'm still getting comments on that two weeks <laughs> but, later. But you all definitely had thoughts and, and your likes and, and sh- when sugar's involved, voice it. So basically, if we just, we've kind of just mushed them all together and we got the favorites and the least favorites and the favorites were the snicker bar the reese's cup and then the 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 big controversy which i kind of knew but i didn't realize there would be a positive part of this was the candy corn like there was pro candy corn and anti candy corn and i was like wow there's actually pro candy corn people i guess there has to because they're still making it I don't want to out myself in any vile way here, but I'm pro candy corn. You are. Yeah, to a certain point. I mean, you <sighs> could when it one. first when it first comes out seasonally and they're soft and they're fresh. They're not what they pulled from. You know how for the Jewish holidays they pull out all the old dusty food that didn't sell last year and put it in the oh. seasonal section on an end cap somewhere. Oh, gefilte fish. How long has this been here? <laughs> well, for Halloween. They pull out, I feel like they pull out all that old Brock stuff. So if you could squeeze the candy corn through the bag and it gives and it melts a little, <gasps> bring that bag home to me. And that listener who wrote in and said the, it used to be called Indian corn, but now it's harvest corn, the ones with the chocolate on the bottom. <gasps> Those were the angels singing. They melt. I'm drooling right now. They are delish. It tastes like wax to me. It has no flavor to it. So no, I'm a, ugh, I'm definitely anti candy corn. Okay, Jess, anti, pro? Um, I have to say that when I put them in my mouth, I'm not totally displeased. <laughs> that said... <laughs> I don't want to vomit when I taste them at first. That said, I don't go out of my way for the candy corn. That's a, that is a passive mouth-stuffing treat, not an active mouth-stuffing treat. I go out of my way for other Halloween candies that are not candy corn. However, if someone were to have a bowl of candy corn and I had a bad taste in my mouth, I would eat it and it would not offend me. Okay. I think seeing a bowl of candy corn makes me happy. I think just seeing those colors in a bowl, it's beautiful, it's bright. No, but I also can start tasting it as soon as like... As soon as I see them, I kind of have to taste it. You know, a lot of people do hate candy corn, though. Hate it. Yeah. Don't do that. You know what else? <laughs> I I actually, this is very bizarre. I don't mind the mellow cream pumpkins, which are Not the a- same as the candy corn, just pumpkin-y. Ugh. Just so much more. There's yeah. so much no, more No, they're like them. all one flavor. I wonder if it's the, you know, when I was a kid, I used you to eat candy, candy corn. You think candy corn's different flavor because it's different colors? I used to eat them one flavor at a time. I did too, but it's more, it's less and flavor the than texture. It, they're a yeah, different texture. Yeah. The, they're, they're softer, sugarier, mushier at the bottom, and they're harder, crystallized on the top. Okay. 
I think it's like all the they same. lose their freshness from the top on the way. I mean, down. I have the I have the post up. Should I go through? Let's talk about some of the shitty ones, the things people hate that are like totally on the nose. Basically, it's popcorn balls, candy corn. What other ones were there? They weren't. Um, oh my god, I forgot about the popcorn. People ball. don't like. Tootsie oh. Rolls, the flavored Tootsie Rolls, which aren't that good. They're I agree. Okay. They don't like Good and Plenty. Well, bit of honey. Disgusting. No, Good and Plenty. Yeah, right. Um, honey is- circus peanuts. But, you know, after someone would post what they hate, someone else would always post, I love that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so it could go either way. Hey, what I'm about- just, I'm talking I'd- about the ones I'm agreeing with. Hold on. Yeah. Popcorn balls are your- Wait, hold on. Amy, who just roasted dumb, dumb lollipop. She doesn't like yeah, those, that, I think. Ugh. What else are terrible? Like circus peanuts, that's not really Halloween candy. It's just candy. You don't get circus peanuts. I think Julianne wins with sixlets. They are disgusting. Those what little, are sixlets? I never heard like of They're like the poor man's M&M. And like Stop a, it right there. Marnie, long... Marnie Little E. Lynn Vath loves sixlets. Oh they're my carob. God. They're terrible. They're um, not chocolate. They're carob. Huh. Um, I never heard of here. these things. Bad. Anything with coconut, licorice, or the sour. I do agree. The sour things are disgusting. Um, oh, my friend posted the worst are the knockoff gummies, like SpongeBob gummy Krabby Patties and shit. She is right. They are revolting. Right. At five below, they have like gummy pizzas, gummy hamburgers. They're so gross. Yeah, they're we just throw good. those away. I mean, people, stop buying them. We just throw it all away. I don't like anything black licorice. So anything like that would be horrible. The kids love all of that sour stuff. The kids Some, just love it. Though. Some it people is. say they don't like Whoppers. <gasps> um, but but yeah, Scott loves Whoppers. I don't mind a good Whopper. My friend Alice hates plain M&M's. Um, How do you hate see. a plain M&M? It's almost like... Because it's not, I agree. They're not my favorite. She's a sociopath. Um, candy corn and Mary Jane. Yeah, I mean... Mary Janes are delicious. You just wreck your freaking teeth with that stuff right. you could you could lose some dental work if it's not securely tightened in there i can't afford that it's just fun <laughs> for me to see like my college friends agreeing with like scott's cousin who agrees with like podcasters about candy like it's so funny the way they interact with one another these questions are fun what are we going to do next week i have no idea to be quite honest with you i guess we'll think of it usually then. what happens these these questions hit me in the middle of the week and that's when i i know i know what about what is your most creative halloween costume for better or worse remember were, were you at the party that year melissa when janine went as a teabag <laughs> no i do remember that though oh my god john it was amazing you, you mean the one that you dip in hot water she put hooks through actual teabags and put them as earrings <laughs> got a clear hefty bag filled it full of leaves and tied it around her neck oh john <laughs> it was so good she was like a human oh, Tea bag. It was fucking brilliant. It was so good. One of the other comments was an apple. Those people who give out apples or raisins oh, okay. for Halloween anyway. or or toothbrushes. The dentist who gives out a toothbrush. Now, see, that, that guy, you should just take and light a, bo- a whole bag. You should of bring an extra food. carton of eggs for that dude. Yeah, exactly. I agree. But what about like lately they've been people have been giving him pretzels or like. Pretzels, um, no. little no. treats. Not well, because they, some people do like allergy free, and so it ends Ugh. up to be like a snack I can put in his lunch, which is like he doesn't want that, dude. Okay, so 
What about candy apples? We used to be able to get them. You can't do you know, them now because I used to you're like to lose good, a tooth on that too. Yeah, but they're good. I love a good candy apple. I went apple picking at Milburn Orchards and I got these apples called Mutsu, which are Japanese. They're green, but they have a very pinky type flavor. Like they're not bitter, but they're not tart. They're like kind of in the middle. They're delicious. And I really wanted to do something delicious with them like cat candy or caramel. And then I realized like they're they're kind of gross like they used to be good caramel apples are kind of good but it's a t- no matter what you pick even if you enjoy the taste it's a terrible mess to eat that shit it is bad weren't they like 20 over your face and go ahead 28 dollars for like a mrs something's covered apple it's covered in like chocolate and oh yeah there's a, where was that oh that's at the farmer's market they're like 30 bucks for an apple uh, that's not going to happen no, for at me. At the farmer's I'm, market, they cover them in like chocolate and then like they do it like pretzels. Thick like marshmallows on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, stuff. no, no. All at the same time. I'd rather eat me a bag of Reese's Pieces than an apple covered in chocolate and Reese's Pieces. I'll eat an apple as well. Like I, I have no problem with fruit, but leave it alone. I find Stop myself it. as I get older when I eat an apple, it has to be cut up now. I I, I've, revert, I've reverted back to my childhood days where my fruit has to be cut up. Can I tell you what I do now? It's even worse than you just cutting it up. Not off. fun to bite into an apple. It's fun. It's satisfying it's to bite into a slice. Right. So I take a I knife agree. and I go in a circle around it and I try to take the peel off in one. Why? You are such a nerd. I don't peel them. That's where the vitamins are. Yeah, fuck the vitamins. I do it like this. I do a four slice and the core is the square in the middle that I chuck. And then I do one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. That's what I do for the kids. But when they're not home to see my dysfunction, I take a knife and I go around and around and Why around. Why would you do that? That's the that's a, the part of the apple that's fucking good for you. You don't even have to wash it if you do that. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think that with a blade cuts into that and then there's you don't any of the stuff that's on it doesn't go into it? Is that what you Why think? Why can't you just wash it and Shut dry up, John. It? Okay. <laughs> Shut just up, checking. John. Why do you think they take alcohol swabs before euthanizing canines and wipe their paws? Because it does nothing. That's why. <laughs> why? Exactly. Leave me alone. All right. Let case, me think I what I want to think. I thought that was in case the needle was dirty. I'm just kidding. The dog's going to die. <laughs> the dog's going to die when they swab their arms. I don't know. But don't worry. Don't worry. Don't it's not from an infection. I'll tell you that. Right. All right, so so candy corn, I think we had more pros than cons. I don't know if just the cons are not coming out to shout, but I think we had more pros. I think it's a guilty pleasure, to be honest. People are grateful when candy corn season is over because then all that sugar and your teeth falling out and and it's delicious at the beginning. And then, oh, really, this again? And then you can't stop. You know, they're so little. You can't stop. Oh, I won't even – listen – uh, you know me. I'm a sugarholic, and uh, I love candy and stuff like that. And you would be able to put a bowl of a dish of candy corn out next to me while I work, and I wouldn't even touch them. That's how much Cause, I— Because you think they're made of wax. Yeah, th- that's how much <laughs> disdain I have for them. They really are not even candy, to be honest with you. They know? are actually partially canuba wax or whatever it is, <laughs> whatever you put on your car, horrible. whatever that stuff is. <laughs> car wax. Baby canuba. You know what I'm giving out this year? Little bags of— of ketchup-flavored potato chips. No, they're so expensive to import. Those? They're so expensive. Don't okay. do that. All right. We give out full-size bars. We get full. Si- I get boxes from Costco of Hershey, both with and without um, almonds, mm-hmm. and then whatever is left over, we spend the next, the rest of the fall and winter making s'mores out of on the deck. We, that's so the big we, thing we do with them too. Yes. We get the big, the big candy bars, and then melt them between with marshmallows and you make malamars. We make Malamars. Back off. We make Malamars out of them. 
All right, so we have our new segment, our Dancing with the Stars Junior segment. Oh, here we go. Now, I got a chance to watch the second episode last night, like halfway through, which was last night when I came home from Canada. And I got about halfway through and I fell asleep. So I think I saw like four. I, I think I fell asleep after Stevie Wonder's son did the dance. So I saw the skateboarder. I saw Scotty. Do you love her? Do you love her? The skateboarder? Yes. She's amazing. She's amazing. But the, here's the thing. that This is. So you listen to him talk. And they're so young, they really, they don't have, they're not really well-spoken. You know what I mean? You're they talking have, about that cute little Indian boy, no, no, Akash? No, 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 I'm talking about the skateboarder. She talks like a little, like a little, little kid. You know what I mean? And then she goes out there and dances like an adult. And I was like, I, listen, I understand that this is a show and stuff like that, but I don't know. I mean, just the way they have these kids dancing like adults, it makes me uncomfortable. Do you mean the sexualizing yes, with the their sex- movements? Yes. Yeah. For a 10-year-old, it is a little disturbing. That's what you talked about last time. Why are you yeah. even are you guys watching it now? I, I love it. Like, I can't look away. What are you talking about? Right. And then some <laughs> kids dance like little kids. And they're you just they're never going to make it. Like the kid, They're going to be booted. You're right. Right. The kid that, uh, I can't think of, he was on some kind of TV show, and he had like these great answers for the judges. I can't think of his name now. It's, it's driving me crazy. But he danced like a little kid, and he's not going to make it. But these other oh, I know who you're talking about. He was on. Yes, he's. Damn it, he um he's, he's so very funny. He loved his partner. Yes. he's a hilarious little kid, and he was very awkward. The only one who's going. To, I thought he would be booted last night, but you'll be happy to hear. Even though he's age appropriate and poorly dancing, he did just fine and made it through. Right, and um. The other, uh, Scotty Pippen's daughter, I think her name's Sophia. Yep. She's awkward. She dances very awkward. Yeah, she's very awkward. It's like watching a prey man is trying to eat a spider. With Scotty Pippen's face. Yes. And Scotty <laughs> Pippen wasn't a, an attractive man. He does man. look a little like a praying mantis, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know? So, yeah, again, they get these kids to dance, to do amazing things. I mean, it's just... The part that I didn't like, Jessica, was when they did boot one of the kids and immediately, you know, first they're panicking, they're waiting to hear, and immediately they start to cry. Mm. I don't want to see kids cry. I, 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 don't, I also don't want to see 10-year-olds, 9-year-olds sexualized, but I don't want to see kids cry, especially mm. when he's not the worst of the bunch. The one John was talking about was clearly the worst of the bunch, mm-hmm. but it's it's partially their scores and a popularity contest. Are you filling up that room of people who are voting? Are you bringing Kim Kardashian to vote for you? Well, then you're not going to get a vote. And I guess the star, the mini star from General Hospital didn't have enough people representing yesterday. So, he, so Honey Boo Boo made it through? That girl, yes. She, she had could no dance right. No, she had no right making it through there, but they're so impressed that she's such a... That she can walk and and chew gum at the same time? That she's such a trashy little nugget and she's still there and and not embarrassed that she doesn't know well enough to be embarrassed. Well, listen, okay. So she's out there and she's giving it her all. She's trying her best. I will give her she is really trying her best. She's got one move, and it's this. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's this. a hip switch. It's a hip movement and a right. shoulder movement because they have her in very fringy things. 
So you could see the fringe moving. It's it's. So you don't see the other stuff moving. It's the sleight of hand that she's right. got going. And I told Mallory as I'm sitting there saying I can't even watch her. It's not because she's a larger child. I want this for her because she's a larger child. It's the shit that comes out of her mouth. It's the dumb. It's the I respect her her giving it her all and her her taking on a challenge that's harder for her than smaller kids. I don't respect like the Ugh, I can't believe yawning through practice. I can't believe I have to sit here while he tells us to do stuff. I can't do any of that. And it's the worst. It's she's the her personality is what offends me. <laughs> so okay. There. There. There, I said it. Well, what would you say? I, yeah. I, I upset that I fell asleep through it. I wanted to see the I wanted to watch it, but I got enough of the I guess the flavor of what they're doing and I, I will continue to watch because now it's a segment. But some of it's just a little too much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think they're doing a fantastic job. The the kids that are the, I guess, the partners of the ones that are the teachers, they are right. fabulous. They're amazing. I just, you can't believe the kids. And they're like, oh, that was the other thing. They're like 10 years old. And, you know, they're like, okay, I was born in 2008. And I'm like, 2008? Holy cow. I think it's great, but I don't know if it's going to make a second season. I, I almost don't want it to because yeah. I would feel the need to watch it and I'm done. Like this, hey, make it a, a one-off, like one and done. That's all you need to do. I don't want to see this again. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I'm enjoying it sort of in a weird way, but don't, don't do not it again. We're good. Are you good, John? We're good. Yeah, Jess, I'm pretty good? much good. I'm all set. All right. So I received a really crazy email and I just thought this, one of these things where it's got to be too good to be true. I mean, I wish this was true. So here's the email. I must confess, John, I really have a bad sweet tooth. I think cravings are one of the most challenging weight loss obstacles to overcome. This is why I'm so excited to give you free ice cream that actually helps you lose weight. What, what, what? So it goes on. I'm in. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who's not? Does haagen make it? Because yeah. if haagen makes it, I'm really in. I don't care if, I don't care who makes it if this works. It says you sit down to a, a bowl of mouth-watering ice cream. I don't think ice cream makes my mouth water, but it does. It's like got a creamy thing. Okay. So it says it boosts your metabolism, accelerates fat loss, and satisfies your cravings. Rather than feeling guilty and tired and bloating afterwards, this gives you energy and it makes you lose weight and it has all the right fat-burning ingredients and it's delicious and it's not like the diet desserts that make you feel hungry again. It's fantastic. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. But I know this isn't going to work. But I was just saying, what if you could have three foods that if you ate them, it would make you lose weight? What would those three foods be? Cookies. Cookies. Pizza. Pizza. Mm-hmm. P- mm-hmm. Potato chips. Potato chips. Jess? I think definitely pizza's on the list. Probably chocolate. Ooh. And ice cream. All right, so for me, it would have been ice cream, pizza, and pasta. Pasta, I forgot pasta. <laughs> How could you forget pasta? So that would be so good. What's the matter with you? And those are the three things that make you gain weight. So, like, we just want to take those three things and make them. Like, why can't kale be fattening and pizza be good for you? Good question. So why why can't we have a slice of pizza in moderation and not have three slices of pizza? I mean, 
all of these things are not going to kill you in themselves. It's the way we do it that takes us under. Mm -hmm. We got Sicilian pizza the other day, which is just five slices piled on top of each other of happiness and bread. And so, oh, bread. Yeah, bread would be one of mine too. <laughs> bread, I forgot How bread. How could you forget bread? You can't forget bread. I will try never again to forget bread. And Ethan came home from the bakery again with more baked goods and this time Napoleons and just everything they have to throw out because they're closed on Mondays. So the guy said, fill up. And he did. And I just looked at him when he walked into my car with a bag like he's Santa over his shoulder. I'm like, what are you doing to me? I know. That's crazy. I can't say no. I just can't say no. So I had pizza when I was in Canada. What was that like? Not good. (gasps) See, we live in the New York, New Jersey area. We have the best pizza. I don't care what anybody says. We have the best pizza. So when you go there, and what it is, it's the crust. It's the crust that's, not the crust, it's the dough that's, make, I mean, cheese is cheese and pepperoni is pepperoni and everything, but the crust, it's it's basically like, and it's, you know, I watched a guy make it, you know what I mean? It's not like it, it was frozen pizza that they just reheated, but it tastes like frozen pizza that they just reheated. And oh, that's, that's what's bad about it. It's, yeah. it. it's like crunchy and it's not, it's not good. And I thought to myself. Self? Yeah. <laughs> See, I always have this statement about pizza that pizza is like sex. When it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it's still it's pretty still good. Sex. Right. So <laughs> the thing is that uh, after I, I, I did not, there was pizza left over that we threw out. That would never happen here. There'd be never a time where there would be pizza that I would have thrown out. I would have eaten it the next day or whatever. But she's like, what do you want to do with this? And I'm like, trash, trash it. it. It's it's okay. I don't. I've had enough. So wait, did she have? Did Sam have pizza when she came here? Yes. And I asked and? her. I said, "Which is the what's the best pizza you've ever had?" Yeah. And she said, "When I was in Jersey, I had, that yeah. was the best pizza. Yeah. It was amazing." Okay, but at least she's not so used to Canadian pizza that that's what she knows and likes. At least she can recognize. That's like a a big score in my book. Yeah. She gets total points for that. Sam, you get points for that. Yay, Sam! The thing about Sam is that. She is. She has a Jersey attitude, but she's from Canada. See, I think that's one of the things when I was listening to her podcast that made me say, hmm, who is this woman? And kind of made me cyberstalker. And then we started talking was basically the, her attitude mm-hmm. and, the, you know, the way she talks. And it's very Jersey, which up there is off-putting. And, and down here is fucking delightful. Yes. Everybody around here gets it. But up there, not so much. So I keep yeah. saying to her, move to where your people are. You're yeah. just a misplaced New Jersey, and that's all. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see we'll what see. happens. We'll but see. Yes. All right, Jesse James, I think it's time to wrap it wrap up. Wrap it up. Slip it up. Rub it down. Oh, no. I can't believe how much we covered today. What a good show. I think we did. We should give ourselves a pat on the back, damn it. How about a round of applause? Yay! Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like to connect with us, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant, you can also email us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Also, check out our website, brilliantobservations.com. 
Um, I don't think we have anything to... Oh, we do want your feedback about whether or not you would like to see us on video. Um, Check us out at one of those locations and send us a note telling us what you think. Other than that, we will see you next week. Thank you guys so much, Melissa and John, for being with me today. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.